Welcome to Running is Bullshit. I'm Amy. And I'm Stuart. And you're listening to the podcast that loves to hate running. This is episode 94 and we're talking about getting shit done. Vloggers, race start times and people and dog shits. Lovely. All to come. The first thing we're going to talk about is the weather. Again, sorry, not sorry, never am. Um, Now, the day the last episode was released, I went to my run club and we knew there'd be some rain and there was potential for a storm. But like the forecast just had it for about nine hours. Just the whole day said like had little lightning bolts. We thought, oh, yeah, it'll be fine, whatever. Um, Turns out the storm hit at the end of the warm up and everyone was soaked to the skin in seconds. You know, that big, heavy, fat rain just instantly wet straight through uh, like we probably could have carried on but then there were flashes of lightning and just the in- most incredibly loud thunder we've ever had um so basically we just shouted at people to go if they wanted and like literally we were sh- shouting to people for the to the group and they couldn't hear us because of the rain it was so heavy it was mental everyone then just scattered <laughs> i did see the videos they were very funny <laughs> It was very funny, especially I'm just like running along. There's like one small group I'm with because I'm heading home and there's people other heading people heading home as well. Um, and we're just running along, like laughing at the rain as you do. And then there's a um, a flash of lightning and like four people go. Ah! <laughs> did, did you carry on then? Did you carry on with the run? Well, well no, I ran home, but that was oh, on okay. the route we were running anyway. But basically everyone just, yeah, most people just scattered straight away. Like some people, we were doing an out and back session anyway. So some people went out and did that. Like the fast people at the front went and did the session anyway. Everyone else just like scattered in all directions to head home. And yeah, it was it was just, it was completely mad. It's the first time I've, I've abandoned a run for a storm. Uh, it was great fun. I loved running in that. Um, I put it on Twitter, you could say the video, which was hilarious. And there's a lot of people doing like the old oh, get on with it, just a bit of water. Oh, I love a run in the rain. But I'm glad a few people in there actually understood that running in a storm yourself is different to being responsible for over 50 people under tall trees in a storm. It's a very different thing and you can't be doing it. No, 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 no. no I'm sure like Welsh athletics would have something to say about that. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just, it was just saying, you could just tell people straight away were like, fuck this, I'm not running anymore, I'm going home. And also, uh, that evening we had a committee meeting, um, and the, we all kind of looked at each other like, I'm not sitting in the pub, soaked to the balls. So we are like, yeah, fuck it, we'll ev- send everyone home so we can do this on Zoom instead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what, you know, that's one of the great things about the pan- to come out of the pandemic was the option to do that. <laughs> Doing shit on Zoom, like this. Yeah. yeah do you remember we used to do these in person? That's crazy. I mean, think of... The, I was going to say, think of the impact on the planet, but you often used to cycle over, so I can't even say that. The editing was hard because we just, just used one microphone. So yeah. this is obviously much better. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so I carried on running. I ran like 5k in this storm. I saw quite a bit of lightning. Um, as I got towards my house, still rugby training going on under massive metal posts. Oh, Good for well, them. Yeah, I mean, I used to play rugby when I was younger, can you believe it? And yeah, you don't, it doesn't stop for anything. <laughs> you got to be there, you got to be doing it, no matter what the weather. Children's rugby doesn't give a shit. Massive storm, no, don't. big metal posts. Nah. No, <laughs> made of harder stuff. <laughs> and I've got more things. My watch is fucked up again. However, I put this in the notes yesterday, so my watch is fucked. I said this before a few months ago, the lock button gets stuck every now and then, and you just can't do anything about it. Turns out you can do something about it, because I fixed it today myself. Yes, I've just tested it. It does work again. Uh, it just needed a bit of WD-40. I mean, that fixes everything usually, doesn't it? How old is your watch? I have no idea. It's got a lock button that gets stuck, and you fix it with WD-40. Yeah. 
Like, how, what century is your watch from? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a mechanical watch. I like, oh, but it, but it changed the switch to lock. <laughs> I think it's just because I've been like swimming with it and in the sea and stuff. So it gets grit and salt and dirt you underneath know what? the buttons. Like any, my watch, the, all the watches I've had have said, yeah, of course, you can go for a swim in this. I'm like, I would never take this watch in a pool with me. I just don't trust it. I just yeah, do not this trust is fine. It. it. Just It just gets a little stuck, but I figured out, put a WD-40 on there, leave it a few hours, give it a few presses, fix it. I'm well happy because it means I don't have to buy another watch because I never, ever want to buy a new running watch because it looks stupid. Oh, God. I don't want to spend like £300 on some fucking Garmin that tells me what to do every second of my life. You know, you know what? To be fair, no. This is why I, I switched from Garmin to Coros because... My chorus just ne- has never done that. It's probably a setting I can put on, but it's never been like, oh, you should be doing this or that. It just it just very accurately records my runs. It works for up to 24 hours in running mode, and it tells me very accurately my elevation. That's yeah. all I need. Yeah. I don't need it to be bossing me around. That's why I made the switch. Garmin needs to stay in its lane. I know. Well, I think that's what Garmin is now about, isn't it? Bullying. Yeah, just. Well, we're never getting sponsored by Garmin now. <laughs> oh no, because we were so close. <laughs> so to the last episode, and I had to laugh when I saw a response to our Facebook post where we mentioned barefoot running as something we talked about, and Vic Owens, the happy runner, jumped up to say, "Wait, did you say barefoot running?" And I just imagining her popping her head up out of nowhere to ask, like we haven't heard from her for ages, and all of a sudden, like barefoot running, who, what, who's talking about She's it? Probably got like a plug-in or something where. When anyone mentions barefoot running, she gets a little notification on her phone that goes oh, yeah. directly to her watch. <laughs> that was straight to her notifications, that one. She's like, what? Yeah. Who's talking about it? What? Yeah. Can I talk about it to someone? And we're like, no, no, no. It's just someone saying how shit it is. You probably don't want to be hearing about that. She's got like a foot symbol that just like flashes on her wall whenever <laughs> someone mentions it. Potential conversation. <laughs> Karen Hamilton said, no, no, no. That's not an Australian accent, <laughs> which, my, which I thought was a pretty good Australian accent mm. last time. Mm. Uh, he said, you need to draw out the vowel and turn it into more of an A sound. So can'ts would be closer. To be fair, yeah, can'ts. I'm just never... The only thing I think I can say with a very good Australian accent is Pavlova. Yeah, go on then. Pavlova. Oh, that was it. Pavlova. I don't know. I don't know why. It's one of those words. Pavlova. Cool. (laughs) Jen Harding, no relation, said, Is it bad that despite how that story about the bra ended, being covered in blood, the fact it was super comfy but also supportive to wear all the time, I want to know what that brand is. I'm not. Yeah, this is the thing. This is the sort of devil's bargain you have to make with running bras, <laughs> isn't it? You either you're either not getting covered in blood, but it's super uncomfortable and not supportive at all, or this is the price you have to pay. You have to pay with blood. That is the bargain you make. So you, you have to seal it with blood. <laughs> that, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> do we do we know the brand? <laughs> no, I no. You couldn't see the logo because of all the blood. <laughs> at i underscore m underscore matman said, a welcome oasis of running bullshit in a world of non-specific bullshit. I love the interview with Jake. They had so much to share and it was a real eye-opener. Aside from being bullshit, running is a lifeline for many of us. If we can make it more inclusive, so much the better. Yeah, everyone loved Jake last time. What a great guest. Yeah, definitely. And and so true as well. You're right. So many people use running for to help with their mental health. And some people may be using running because... They've, they've suffered 
from mental health issues related to being part of a marginalized group you know being part Mm -hmm. of a marginalized group can have a real big impact on your mental health so yeah let's try and make it as inclusive as we possibly can especially at like a grassroots level where we do have a lot of control you know we might not always be able to influence people higher up that's like a longer term thing but at grassroots level in our small clubs or whatever yeah we we do have control to make changes let's let's do that yeah, a lot of people use running for therapy because they think running is cheaper than therapy. Not the case. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Not the case. Keep You're much better off paying that. 60 quid an hour to go and chat to someone. It's cheaper in the long run, definitely. Yeah. Uh, speaking of having an impact on a grassroots level, Infinity Running, uh, Catherine from a few episodes ago, she uh, tweeted out and put on Facebook recently, after listening to Running is Bullshit episode 93, if anyone would prefer to identify as non-binary or would like us to use different pronouns, please let me know and we will do our best to accommodate. And she put that out all over her social media um, to say, like, that is a thing that she's going to do from now on, which is fantastic. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And like we said last episode, you know, sometimes people just don't know. So reach out to races, reach out to clubs and say, can you please make these changes? You know, it's mm. always worth asking. And in other non-binary news, that is obviously a direct result of our last podcast, obviously, both London and Boston will allow runners to select a non-binary option from 2023 onwards. That is getting shit done. That is fantastic We should have mentioned this ages ago. I don't know why we waited. We've got that kind of influence. Yeah, I know. They they emailed us and said, we listened to your podcast, we listened to Jake and thought, you know. I didn't see that email. It's funny because you don't have access to the emails. That's weird. Uh, It was directly to my personal account. So Mm. um, I thought I should know. Yeah, yeah, sure. However, the elite athlete races plus the championship and good for age categories, which all operate under world athletics rules, will not offer a non-binary gender option. You know, I assume these things are a lot more complicated when you get to that sort of level of competition and, and when it's under different organizations yeah, I, such I think world, world athletics. athletics just don't have that option so you kind of can't if you're running under those rules you can't do it at that level it needs to be higher than that first i guess yeah yeah but you know these things some of these things it's just a matter of time before for things start to change so hopefully in the it's future a start. yeah uh what i thought was really interesting um is that non-binary qualifying standards aren't yet established so for the 2023 event the qualification time for non-binary participants will be the same as the qualifying times for female entrants which i thought was quite interesting and apparently that's in line with what they do for the new york marathon which already has a non-binary category so i'm assuming they're gonna have to work something out around this though you know i'm assuming that's sort of a let's let's get a quick fix in now so we can offer this option um, but I'm sure they'll have to think a bit more carefully about that. Yeah, I guess there just isn't the data there to set a standard because I guess not many races offer non-binary qualification. Mm-hmm. Not many races offer non-binary categories, which means mm-hmm. not many non-binary people run. Uh, so there just isn't enough data to be able to set a standard. So yeah, it's got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's a good place. And as I it's a start. Yeah, and and I think it's the most important thing. Like all these nitty gritty things can be worked out. The most important thing is that people are able to identify as what they identify with. You know, when they when they enter these races, that's the most important thing at the moment. And of course, some bell end called Colin replied <laughs> to the London tweets and asked, "Can I register as a robot?" London Marathon replied with a photo of someone running in a robot costume and said, "If you want, Colin." Boom. I think that's what the kids would call ratioed. Probably, yeah. I love, I love shit like that. Like, Colin, why do you care? Why do you care? Yeah. 
Go so, outside, Colin. You know, you run. You obviously run. Well, maybe you probably... This guy probably doesn't even run. Yeah, you know, like, it, But if you do run, Colin... Do people Colin, call Colin run? I don't think so. But if you do run, Colin, you're going outside enough. You know? You, you should you should not care about these things. Don't worry. Don't worry. It doesn't affect you. It doesn't matter. Just chill. Do go 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 for a run. Just chill. Yeah, there were so many other replies just on there. Like, so many people are getting upset by something that doesn't affect them in any way. Exactly. It's just absolutely ridiculous. And like I said, I would say go outside. But I'd hope if you are running, you're going outside fairly regularly. You know, go breathe some fresh air. Go look at some nature and stuff, and realize there's more to life than you. I just love like the London Marathon social media person. Obviously, lined that up and just like message someone like, "Can I can I send this? Is that okay? Are we allowed? To, are we are we allowed to be sassy?" And someone's just gone, "Yeah, oh, fuck it. Yeah, just do it. Just do it." Yeah. 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 There's a very famous tweet, or it goes viral every so often, of from Pride in Cardiff yes. from years ago of someone from the Welsh Air Ambulance Service dressed in a helicopter costume. Uh, their photo has been taken there with supporting Pride, blah, blah, blah. And someone else replied there saying, this is ridiculous. Why are you wasting all your time being at things like this? And um, they replied saying, this isn't our actual helicopter. Um, yeah we're still offering the service i love that it comes up because it was at pride cymru and every yeah. time every year at pride cymru that's what comes up yeah and <laughs> i know the person that sent that tweet and the person who okayed it yeah i love that Same. i'm so proud of her for that <laughs> yeah whenever it comes up i like send it to them I'm like look yeah. it's your tweet <laughs> it's a legend love it okay tea update time yay Ooh. i mean huge news Ooh. huge news we just learned or i just learned after the last episode that pumpkin spice shit doesn't have pumpkin in it what it apparently it's just the spices you use in pumpkin pie i mean there are so many people going like oh yeah but like i'm 37 years old just learned this what why is it a thing in the uk we don't eat pumpkins in the uk because we have nice foods instead it's it's just like anything else. It would just be called winter spices. You know, you get winter spice everything this time of year, yeah, which is amazing. Pump- yeah. There's no need to call it pumpkin spice. Like a chai latte sort of spices, you know, like it's nice and Yeah, a better winter spice saurine. Love that every year. That's fantastic. Mm. Why the fuck is it called pumpkin spice? It hasn't got pumpkin in it. It's, it's globalization and Starbucks, you know, that's what started it. I was thinking when you said this, I was like, I have no idea what pumpkin tastes like. Because you don't really, before like, you know the influx of like starbucks and lots of american chains and stuff you wouldn't really eat pumpkin would you <laughs> i have done and it's shit yeah i, I don't think i've ever properly eat. i've had pumpkin seeds but i've never had yeah. pumpkin i've always kind of assumed a pumpkin spice stuff had the spices but i had just like a little hint of like some horribly sweetened pumpkin flavor in there as well doesn't it? it's just the spices so on the back of that i've got some pumpkin chai from bird and blend not gonna have it yet i'm gonna wait till it's a bit more autumnal to crack yeah. that out instead what i have got instead is Pangalactic Gargle Blaster. Nice. If you don't get that reference, I'm sorry we're not going to be friends. Mm. Um, that's to you. And uh, you, you you know it at least, don't you? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I know. I've just had it. I mean, I've drunk it already because we spent too long chatting before this section comes up. Um, I can say it doesn't taste like having your brain smashed out by a slice of lemon wrapped around a large gold brick, but it is pretty good. I think why they've called it that is because someone was off their tits when they <laughs> thought of it. It's a black tea with blackcurrant and mint and like some kind of sprinkles (laughs) it's mental but it works it's like 
a minty black tea with a hint of black cone. When you just smell it in the packet, it smells a bit like cough syrup in a very good way because mm-hmm. there's that kind of black currant in there, plus a bit of kind of mint, which is almost like a menthol kind of thing. So it, I kind of associated with kind of a medicine type thing, but in a good way. Mm. And as a tea, it, it brews up quite pale and kind of looked a bit strange with some milk in, but it works. Black currant mint and black tea sounds mental, but it's good. It often puts me off black currant is the association with having fluke. <laughs> oh no, I, I love a bit of black currant. Oh, and there's whole, of course, whole black currants in there. Of course there is. Oh, of course there is. Well, actually, then, I guess black currants is more that sort of artificial black currant flavour mm. that I often associate with it rather than actual black currant. Yeah. You pick off a bush. Pan Galactic Gargle Blaster Tea. Love nice. it. What have you got? Well, I also did an order from Bird and Blend, so I've got some other teas that I'll talk about in the future. But today, I'm drinking my new favourite, actually, um, and this is called Violet Cream. Ooh. So, yeah, I love violet creams. I absolutely love them. One of you, my favourites. You and my mum. Well, yeah, it is like a... It's a certain generation that tends to like those sort of things, yeah. and me. Um, so this is a Sri Lankan black tea, cocoa nibs, mallow flowers. No idea what they are, but I'm assuming they give it like a sort of sweet taste um, and then just flavoring. So yeah, it is nice. It's like, as you might imagine, with violet creams, you have like the dark chocolate mm. and then the, the sort of sweety, flor- almost a bit florally taste inside. It, it's that sort of taste. And the, the black tea, I think anything that sort of is aligned sort of dark chocolate or even just chocolate in general works really well with black tea. I think it's that almost, not bitterness, it's kind of a bit bitter, but yeah, but in a nice way. So this is one of my new favourites. I love black tea and sweetness, like added together. I think it's perfect. So it's very, very good. I did brew this for like longer than 30 seconds as well. It's um, it's a bit darker than I normally have it. So Oh, good for you. That's sort of a test to how good it is. <laughs> I've just double checked because I was pretty sure I was right on this. The marshmallow comes from the mallow flower. Or the mallow oh. plant. That's what that kind of flavour is. That's what that, Originally, that's what it came from. Oh, there we go. Well, that's... Yeah, I can de- definitely taste that in the tea. That would be the sweetness, really though. really good. Yeah, really, really good. And I think, like, this is the good thing about... And they're not paying me to just literally say this, but I think the really good thing about Bird and Blend is the balance of the flavours. Mm. Like, I've tried other tea brands, and they'll say, oh, it's meant to taste like this or that, and all you can taste is tea. <laughs> it's literally all you can taste is, like, the black tea, and I'm not a huge fan of just having black tea, whereas this is balanced, you know? It's a really nice balance. Go to runningisbs.com forward slash tea, click on the links, buy some tea. Do it. And... And if you enter the discount code T is not BS, we've changed it. It didn't work for a little while. It does definitely work now. We've changed it. You now get free chocolate digestive tea oh. when you order. Enter that code at the checkout. Don't use your Google Pay because then you miss the checkout option, which I've done a couple of times on things recently. Go for the discount code T is not BS. Get free chocolate digestive tea. Oh. It's really, really good. It's a really good one. Mm. Right. Apologies to all the people that don't give a shit about tea. Amy, <laughs> what have you been up to? Uh not much really uh you know what is really bullshit is trying to find time to run between everything else in life so mainly between like work and commuting and stuff it's just shit so I work in a university so between like May and October I'm working from home a lot I don't really have to be in the office but now the students are coming back in of course I've got to be in the office more and it's just really difficult trying to find time to to run like I have a long commute then I'm at work then I'm, and by the time I'm home I'm like absolutely knackered so it's like I, I know the sob Aww, story so the sob story I know so it, it's just sort of 
I really feel for people that, that go into the office seven days a week, which is not what I do, thankfully. Which is the only way I can actually find seven time. days in the office. So seven days, five. Who's days? working in the office <laughs> on the weekend? You need. You guys need to chill the fuck out. No yeah, one's impressed I'm, by I'm that. Come on. I'm sure there's some people working seven days a week. I'm sure they'd love. I'm sure a lot of employers would love people to work in seven days a week. No, five days a week. I find it like I Even find that like impossible. And and shout out to all of you people who are working from home now after the pandemic and don't have to go in office because it's so much better. <laughs> Yeah, that's my life. The days life. when I'm working at home, I'm like, amazing, because I don't have to be actually working. Like, I start work at nine, okay? I can then sit at my desk at five to nine. You know, there's no commuting for two hours to get there or anything like that. I can be out on a run at 8 a.m. and still be back in time for work. You know what I mean? So I, start, I start half by seven and just finish at three. Yeah, 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 exactly. That sort of thing too, where, you know, if you've got the sort of more task-based work, because during the summer, I pretty much, I run when I want to run, you know? Mm. <laughs> I, I decide when I want to run. If I want to start work at 6am, then go for a run at lunchtime and then be done with the day. Like that's, you know, it's so much, so much nicer. I hate not having the flexibility to run when I want and having to like devise like a restrict training, I say training plan, running plan, <laughs> running diary. Training plan. <laughs> I don't want to call it a... I'm going to call it a, a training plan. That sounds way no, too, um, you know, grandiose. Yeah, it, it, it's just finding the time to run. It's, it's the same every year because this happens every year, you know, after summer. But it's like feels like such a shock to my system. Like, oh, I can't just get up and just oh. run when I want. I've got to like rush and get a shower and ugh, hate Gross. it. <laughs> poor thing. Yeah, 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 poor me. Um, Another news, which has been news everywhere. I went for a run on Friday. That wasn't news everywhere. But what was news everywhere was that the king was coming to Cardiff. Oh, so we, we, we got a king now. We got a king. There's a new king of Wales. Oh, right. uh, <laughs> oh okay. I, I've seen people mention it. I didn't know. Where, I didn't. Yeah. Wasn't really I wasn't. Didn't really know what they're talking about. <laughs> oh, okay. No, fine. I'll. Yeah. But I went for a run around Cardiff Bay, and he was coming to the Senate in Cardiff Bay. So it was a very bizarre. Was he doing the loop as well? Yeah. <laughs> No, no, it wasn't. No, I think he did. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so I got to the bit near the centre of Cardiff Bay and it's just like a whole media circus and it's a combination of police officers, lots and lots and lots of police officers, variations between like your, your bog standard police officer and your full on tactical, you know, assault rifle, blah, 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 police officer. And then news crews in... Um, Sort of very like very somber clothing, of course. Very 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 dressed up. Uh, not really any members of the public, just those two groups. And then there's me like running around the bay, looking like an absolute tramp, dripping with sweat because it was boiling hot, yeah. and like dragging Pippin along with me, like this scraggly little dog <laughs> along with me. So yeah, it was sort of a very surreal situation, like to see all those people around, and then it's just me. Did he say hello or anything? What to the king? No, did he? Yeah, did he say anything to you? Did he, did he I was hello? gone, but I'm too fast. It's too fast. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, it's true. Too fast. Yeah, I, I, uh, too fast for him. He's like, please come back, and I was like, nope, gone, gone, gone. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> how's your week been? Well, I'm usually the one that props this section up a bit, and I'm glad you've talked a bit because I've got nothing going on really, apart from well, apart from abandoning a run for a massive storm. Um, I managed to also when I was warming up when we started the warm up when we were still only slightly wet on that Monday. Uh, like did one squat on my knee just like had so much pain i could oh run God. and walk fine but yeah. massive knee pain when i tried to do a squat and then also for most of that week i had kind of lower back kind of spasms as well you just every so often you'd bend over and like ah fuck 
for no yeah. real reason. And also, like, pulled a muscle in my neck, so I couldn't turn to the left for about four days. Oh, my God. It's that... getting old. It's getting I know. Old. I had to do that really annoying thing. You know when you want to turn around and look at something, you have to turn your whole body to check, yeah. and you just look like a dickhead. Oh, my God. It is getting old. I once yeah. woke up and had to call in sick to work because I trapped something in my back in agonising. I'd injured myself so severely sleeping <laughs> that I couldn't go into work. <laughs> sleeping is pinched... dangerous. Yeah, I'd probably pinched a nerve in my back excruciatingly it just cleared itself up after like two or three days but yeah i didn't need like really ringing in sick to work like oh sorry i can't come into work today i mean agonizing pain in my back just from sleeping you know yeah yeah <laughs> it happens old. i just hate that thing where like cause i could go for a run and stuff it's generally fine but if i like got to a road and need to cross the road i have to turn my whole body to the left and turn my whole body to the right to check for traffic and things like that and every time i want you know i'm sitting on the sofa i want to turn to holly to turn my whole body to look at him just to look like a real weirdo but that seems to be fine now so probably fine anyway this podcast can be supported by going to patreon.com forward slash running is bullshit and there you can give us actual money every month in return we sing your names i'll be honest last week was not my best work and actually now i think about it you did that song before which song was it again uh, wake me up by um wham i'm Pop, certain yeah, i can't remember when but about two days after we released the episode i'm like i'm sure amy's already done that i'm sure i, I, feel, I, I feel like i probably would have done that before yeah but oh well never mind i mean no one said anything so perhaps no. i would have got away with it because most people <laughs> skip through it anyway um so anyway as i said not my best work uh let's see what amy has in store for us this week Cassie Jones, Elizabeth Chabelle, 
Search with your running bullshit on Twitter and Facebook. Just search Running is BS and let us know why you particularly hate running this week. In response to a tweet about the Sri Chimnoy self-transcendence race, which is a race around a single New York block for six weeks, six weeks, um, at average maybe said, I thought this was mad, but actually the idea of only having to think about running while someone else deals with all the other stuff in my life is quite appealing. Mate, you have got issues. Yeah. I mean, we talk about running as therapy, but I think you need that's no. Come on. Uh, yeah, I can. I, I can see the appeal, though. <laughs> I want to defer my entire life while I just do one single stupid, oh, pointless thing. Mate, for six weeks. Oh. Do you ever? Do you ever do that when like you, you're really just exhausted and tired from life, and you see like a monk on a program? You're like, I could do that. Like, wouldn't that be nice? Just, just no, because I'm not mental. You know, just just do that, you know? Well, you see people in, like, other jobs, and you're like, I could do that job, just that would be nice, that would be a what change. What's wrong with you? I just want to escape my life. <laughs> God. Anyway, at our schedule says, unsolicited and very loud boot camp style motivation from a vlogger during a race is definitely BS. Oh, God. Mm. Even more so if you're in earshot for the whole length of a 1.8 kilometer road tunnel. Oh. <laughs> if I hadn't been able to get further away, I might have DNF'd myself into the docks. That sounds horrific. There's, there's nothing worse than someone at a race massively and hugely supporting everyone with a camera in their hand just to show everyone how much supporting they're doing. <laughs> oh, God, a vlogger. Oh, I, I, just, I still hate the word vlog. Vlog. I've never yeah. liked it. I think it's a horrible word. It's very like 2000s now, isn't it? It feels a bit 2010 still, but apparently mm. it's still a thing. Mm. Gross. It shouldn't be a TikToker. It should be like, oh, I saw this TikToker. TikTokist? Long... Yeah, making these 10 second long videos and it was really annoying. Ugh. Alec Lodge message to say, local runs with early start times are definitely not bullshit. I'm not sure you've quite grasped the point of this section, Alec. <laughs> Uh, he said, I did five field 10k this morning in a little village near me, closer than my nearest park run, in fact. 9.40 start, which is a bit random, and home by 11.30. As much as I love running and doing events, I don't want my whole day taken up traveling for a race that starts at 11, spending the afternoon driving home. Check out your local events, people. This one was raising money for local scouts. Just felt like sharing that with you. Okay, well, we like the fact doing local races and a nice early start is good. Mm. 9.40 is a very strange start time. Yeah. Uh, yeah yeah that is really random was that the actual like gun going off start time or is that the you need to be stood at the start i mean if it's a 9 30 start that's late that's one thing but if it's an advertised 9 40 that's very strange yeah have you had any weird start times have you ever done a race amy <laughs> that's yes probably the first question <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no pretty much all the races i've done have been your bog standard on the hour or half past the hour you know nothing not nothing too late too- or too early anything like that no, I, you know what? I don't think I've ever done an afternoon race. I don't think I've ever done wow. a, normal, a 
a non-morning race, to be honest. I was supposed to do the um, the what is it, is it called? The Whitchurch Five K or the Cardiff? What's yeah. the, you know the big Five K? Cardiff Five um, K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one starts in the evening, but I didn't do my knee, so I didn't end up running that. So that was the only one I was supposed to do that started in the evening. But no, and you know what? As well, I don't want a race that that starts beyond sort of ten o'clockish. I, I find that really annoying. Oh, yeah. I probably have yeah. done ones that have started around then, but no, I want it to be nine a.m. at the latest. Yeah, when the half marathon world championships were in Cardiff in two thousand and sixteen, that was a half past twelve start. Which nah. is just got to be the worst time to start. I think it had to be for like international coverage and all that kind of mm. shit. But running a hard half marathon at half past 12 is disgusting. Yeah. And I've also done a 10K at half past 12 before. And that was mid-September. So I was like, oh, great. So it could be 30 degrees. Terrific. Thanks for that. Mm. And I've done a load of fell races. They often start at like 2 p.m., which is a very weird time. But at least you can have lunch. But with those ones, you've got a lot more to worry about than the time. Because mm. they're going to be stupid anyway. So they're usually pretty short. You get them over and done with in like 45 minutes. But I don't mind an afternoon start for those. It's quite mm. nice. On a Saturday, it's not too bad at all, actually. Uh, if anyone's got any weird race start times, want to know them. Mm. Next up, we've got an email in three parts. This is a good God. one. It says, Dear Running is Bullshit. Bit late to the party here, as I'm only up to episode 21. But you are my favourite running podcast. Oh. Wow. <laughs> You've only listened to the early episodes. <laughs> You're in for a treat. Yeah. This is going to blow your mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, once we start getting to guests that we don't know personally, oh, that's oh, when it gets good. Yeah. And once I've got my microphone the right way around and. For fuck's all that. sake. <laughs> anyway, in episode 21, you talk about a bloke taking off his clothes to go to the toilet. Did we? Okay, sure. Don't remember that. This reminded me of a situation I faced while running with my dog. When my dog was younger, I would run with his lead attached to a belt around my waist. One day, I was crossing a piece of wasteland and I let him off the lead so he could have a bit of a sniff or whatever. And I saw a man nip behind a bush. He saw me coming but wouldn't have seen that I had a dog. As I went past the bush, I could see he was squatting down for a dump. Just beyond the bush was the gap in the fence to get back on the footpath. I looked round, but the dog's fucked off. So I have to stand there calling, come on, come on, in an encouraging voice. And I'm guessing the man would have thought I was encouraging him in his bowel movement. Amazing. <laughs> He's like, I'm trying as hard as I can. I'm doing my best. <laughs> also related to dogs, I'm lucky enough to live near the beach and the sea is very salty here in Adelaide. The dog would habitually drink the seawater on our runs and it would just have enough time to go through him before we would be running past the pavement cafes on the way home, usually full of people enjoying their breakfasts. At some point at this time, a bright yellow stream of water slash shit would be spraying out of the dog's ass all over the pavement, accompanied by a vapour cloud. Nice. Very embarrassing. Got it all over my shoes once, too. Amazing. Fucking hell. <laughs> That's something to see in you. Oh, wow. Sipping your coffee, wow. Oh, a vapour cloud as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst on the subject of dogs, I now run up the beach a lot, alone now, as the dog's too old. Oh. Dogs will often chase me, sometimes in a hostile way, sometimes playfully. If the dog owner is a bit of a cunt about it and the dog keeps chasing me, I'll keep running, sometimes going faster and ignoring the pleas and commands to stop. I feel a bit bad about this, but control your dog and don't be a cunt. Anyway, dogs are bullshit sometimes. Keep up the good work. It's like Runner's World meets The Guardian. I've had that for a while, have we? Hello. Cheers, John. Blast from the past. <laughs> Oh, I definitely agree, though. Like, if, if an owner can't keep their dog under control and it's chasing you, yeah, just run faster. And I, I say like that, that as a dog owner. Advice. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not, oh, I hate that. Oh, that would make my blood boil if, like, an owner was, like, demanding me to stop. I was like, no, run, come get your dog. Yeah. I'm not stopping. <laughs> you, you stop your dog. Oh, and John was Australian, so that was control your dog and don't be a... Can't. There we go. Right. It's the bullshit run your nose. <laughs> tried to make that Australian and it turned into like Cockney sort of you know um, what was Oliver Oliver and Company <laughs> Don't, I'll have put like a didgeridoo underneath it so it'll sound more oh, Australian that's right, don't then. worry yeah yeah that's fine if I can then. be bothered yeah first up the female consecutive half marathon record has been broken by Welsh runner Helen River the single mother of three has run 127 half marathons in a row to date, getting up at 4am each day to fit them in before she starts work as a cleaner. What's your excuse, Amy? Oh my God. You know, that's... <laughs> just get up at 4am, Amy. Not only is she getting up at 4am to run, but then she's got to do like a physically demanding job She's got after an actual that. proper job. You know what? Sometimes if I go for a long run in the morning before work, I feel too exhausted to work. <laughs> and I sit at a desk all day. <laughs> oh god she's running to raise money for mind following the sudden death of her ex-husband in 2020 if she remains injury free she will reach 150 consecutive half marathons in just over three weeks time i find this record a bit strange because other people have run more consecutive half marathons but they've done marathons or ultras they just haven't run specific half marathons Mm. so i find it a slightly strange record yeah, I suppose that's what the Guinness Book of World Records is like, though, isn't it? You know, that's how you get people going. Not that she's doing yeah. this, but you get people out there just doing the most bizarre things because it's very specific. But, I, yeah, I, but I think fair play to do that at 4am. I think that's the most impressive yeah, bit definitely. of it all. And she, as you've said, she's got a proper actual physical job as well. Yeah, that's mad. So, yeah, well done. And the most bizarre story to come out in recent weeks has got to be the story about a flock of around 100 sheep following a trail runner in central France. I think we're using the word news very loosely here, aren't we? It is news! It's news! I think viral video is possibly more oh, uh, accurate. Oh, it's news. It's, it's news. news. <laughs> I didn't know this could happen. Yeah, this is, there's a brilliant video of this online, so please go in and take a look. It's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. It's like something out of a fever dream, I think. Um, so the person who took the video was on a hike and saw the trail runner with the sheep following close behind her. They stopped for a chat, and the sheep also stopped. Then the runner carried on, and so did the sheep. It's like the most bizarre video. You see, like stopped, and you run up, and she runs off, and these sheep just follow on. Um, but what bothered me the most was that runners will said that it's not known how the sheep first linked up with the trail runner or where they ended up. Yeah. I think that's just lazy journalism. Like, I need to know. We need to track this runner down. Somebody must know us. She must be telling other people about this sheep story. You know, yeah, somebody must on. know who she is. And we need the full deets. Like, you can't, we can't just say that. Like, why aren't you, where's people's subscription money going to? Because I know Runner's World. I can only read, like, four stories before you ask me to pay you. If I'm going to pay you, I want to know how that woman came across those sheep and what happened to them. What happened to her? Uh, I'm impressed you found four to read. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> not this week. <laughs> yeah, not this week. But there is, like, over a hundred sheep following this woman, like, through the woods. And they're yeah. all just like, yeah, we're going again. Here we go. Yeah, I don't know it's if she smells thing. like a dog or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, they did have like a sheep expert. Well, not, it wasn't a sheep expert. I think they just Googled it. But they were saying like, oh yeah, sheep are like flock animals, as we all know. And if they feel unsafe, they'll they'll gather around something and follow it. But still, 
That's like, I, I've herded sheep before along the Wales coastal path when sheep have been, by mistake, when sheep have been sort of on a very narrow piece of piece of coast path and they've been in front of me. But that's not me, I guess it is me herding them because I'm, I'm scaring them along the path. That's just you shouting the at them. Yeah, yeah. That's different. But but she wasn't really herding them in a way. She was like just they, No, they followed. were just following her. Yeah, like the Pied Piper of sheep. She's just the sheep queen and she didn't know it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I love it, but I need to know more, to be honest. We were sent this by Matt Garner as well, who asked, could Amy handle them? And I said, I'm pretty sure she would just need to take one out. The rest would get the message. Perfect, yeah. I think I could, if they lined up like they were lined up, I'd just do it like, till my arms got tired. And then the rest of them, I'd just give them a look. So we all know you could definitely punch out a sheep. How many do you reckon you could do? Oh, well, it depends how long I've been running for. If I was the the trial running. Yeah, that's true, yeah. If I just started a run, a fair few. Like a fair few, you know. And after when my arms got tired, I'd kick them. Yeah. So, but a hundred—that's a lot. I think maybe I'd really mess up the first one to make an example out of it. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's really bad, isn't it? I don't eat. I don't eat meat or anything. I'm a vegan. <laughs> I'd psychologically well, mess it up. There'll be nothing you know? left to eat from this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, there wouldn't. That is, be that is going to be minced lamb. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's going to be yeah. a curry by the time you're finished with it. It, it definitely would. Yeah, yeah, there'd be nothing left of it. Um, yeah, I think I'd make an example of the first one, and they'd all have to just sort of take take check, and then yeah. This little subplot of Amy kicking the shower sheep just amuses me so much. This is. I I feel like I'm tempting fate, though. I feel like I am going to put this into. I have to put this into action at some point. I'd love for you to get attacked by a sheep. <laughs> Anyway, what's coming up next? <laughs> uh, I've got a club relay next week, a uh, big kind of Welsh road relays. Uh, so I'll actually have to run fast, which is a bit of a shame. And also the Cardiff half is in a couple of weeks. Uh, so good luck to everyone who's running that. I will be able to go and support now because um, Holly's running and we had no one to look after the dog because I realised that all of my friends are runners because I don't know anyone else. And they'll all be at the Cardiff half running mm-hmm. or supporting. But luckily a friend um, is going to come to my house and look after him and have full access to the tea cupboard. I think that's more why she's done it. So I can go down and support. So let me know if you'll be there. And I'll try and keep an eye out for you. But there's going to be like tens of thousands of people there. So I probably won't see you. They'll just have to shout at you. Like, oh, yeah, they can shout at me. I'll be, I'll be just about a mile seven. Look out for me. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Amy? Are you doing the Cardiff half? No. 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 I can't remember the last time I did like a road race. I can't imagine anything worse at the moment. <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> Having to run fast on tarmac for... However, you know what? I can't even imagine how long it would take me to do the Cardiff half now because I I don't train in running fast anymore, you know? Like, I used to be like... I've never been a fast runner, but I used to be like, oh, maybe one day I can do, like, a sub two-hour half marathon. That would be great. And my yeah. PB was, like, two hours, three minutes um, at Leicester half. So I, I think if I worked on it, I could. If I ran Cardiff half when it happens, it'd probably take me like two and a half hours. No lie, because which would be slow as ever. But just because I'm not running fast at the moment, because I have no interest in yeah. running fast. And I would hate every step of it. So yeah, yeah, no, I'm not doing Cardiff half. What I am doing in... What I do need to start training for, I should say, is yeah. the off-the-tarmac 30-miler that's... I, can't, I think they just call it off-the-tarmac. Yeah. Um, oh, is that the one you ultra. bailed on last, like, November? Yeah, but there was a good reason for that. I can't remember why. Was it that you hadn't trained for it? Probably. And or you were injured? I was probably, yeah, I was probably, you know what? Perhaps I still, you slept too much, that's why. And you I, I, still, I still have an issue with my Achilles, so why not even yeah. have an issue? But yeah, that's happening 
first weekend in November, I think. So I do need to start doing some long runs for it. I need to start actually training for it. So, but yeah, I mean, there are a lot of race companies going under. And I think off the tarmac are brilliant. If they did go under, that would be okay. <laughs> Mate, you're not supposed to say that. Well, just to give you an excuse to not do it. Yeah, like, oh, God, I can't, that was such a shame. That was such a great company. Oh, well, at least I don't have to run 30 miles in November. <laughs> you could still run it without having to. No, 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 no. I need, the, I need the support and aid stations and stuff. I couldn't possibly do it without off the tarmac. <laughs> If you, if they're going to go under, they need to do it before this race, not after. Yeah, ideally, yeah. Could they just get, crack on with it, please? Yeah. Wow, what a what a place to finish. If you've enjoyed this bullshit, please visit runningisbs.com to see the show notes and links from this episode and the whole back catalogue, as well as links to our Patreon, merch store, social medias. And we didn't even mention the Queen. Oh, shit, we did.